Welcome to the Life Giver Marriage Podcast, a place for honest conversation and hope for your military or first responder marriage. This is your host, Corey Weathers, and I'm honored to share this journey with you. My name is Carter and my dad serves in the Army. I would like to give a shout out to Kim Lilly. Miss Kim, thank you for being like a second mom to my brothers and me during both of my dad's deployments. You are another adult in my life I could count on who cared for me when my dad was away. I am grateful for you. Hi, this is Janine Boldrin from Chameleon Kids and Military Kids Life Magazine. I want to give a shout out to all of the parents who are caring for military kids across the world. We know it takes a lot of hard work to be a parent in a military family, but what an amazing adventure it can be. Keep finding the bright side together with your military kid. We have a very special episode where I'm going to interview Aiden and Jackson Weathers, which are my two sons. Aiden is 12 years old and Jackson is nine. And we thought it would be really fun coming from Team Weathers for us to do an interview about what it's like to be a military kid. Now, I have to give you a little bit of a heads up that in talking with Aiden and Jackson, we decided that we wanted to give a very real account of what it's like to be a military kid. And so we are not going to make it sound all perfect, and we're going to make sure that we talk about topics that are really important to military kids, some of the struggles and some of the wonderful things as well. And so I have encouraged Aiden and Jackson to come in and just share their story of what it's been like for them maybe give a few um, ideas of what it's been like and how it's been difficult, as well as some things that they've learned along the way. So I'm going to let Aiden and Jackson introduce themselves and tell you a little bit about them. And so we're going to start with Jackson Weathers. So Jack, you want to tell everybody a little bit about you, maybe how old you are and what your hobbies are and maybe what you like to do, something like that? My name is Jackson. I love Pokemon. And I am nine, as my mom said. I just like things that are huggable and fun. What do you mean by huggable? What does that mean? Like stuffed animals. Stuffed animals. And I know that you have a collection of stuffed animals. What are they? Mostly Pokemon. But I also have four dolphins and a bunch of bears, one bunny, a cat, and I have a lot more. I didn't realize that you were counting all of those. That's fun. (laughs) So Jackson is a huge fan of Pokemon, aren't you? Yes. Yes. Okay. (laughs) And so you love Pokemon. And um, anything else you love to do? I love to jump at the jump trampoline park because it's just fun when I jump on trampolines. I feel like I'm flying. That is definitely a fun thing to do. So awesome. Jack, thank you for joining us today. You're welcome. And now we're going to move on to Aiden. Aiden, you want to introduce yourself? Uh, Hi, my name is Aiden Weathers. Uh, As my mom said, I am 12 years old. And what do you like to Um, do? There's a lot of things I like to do. One of the things I like to do is I like to read. Sometimes I'll just get caught up in a book so much. 
like sometimes when my parents called me down for dinner or when my brother is asking me to do something I'll just be caught up in my book and I'll say I'm reading my book <laughs> yeah you do like to read yes don't you? I do you um, guys are kind of opposite like Jack likes to be outside and you like to be inside reading mm-hmm. yeah uh, I also like to build with Legos uh you like to kind of like a harpoon thing. You like to make Legos that move, don't you? Yeah. yeah. So we're going to talk a little bit about what it's like for you guys to be a military kid. And, you know, Grandpa, my dad, was an Air Force pilot. But by the time I was a little bit older, he had decided to go into the reserves. And so I don't really know what it's like to be a military kid. I only know what it's like to be a military mom, a military spouse. So I thought it would be a really good idea for us to talk about what it's been like for you. And I, and I want you to be as honest as possible and talk about, you know, what's been good and what's not been good and that sort of thing. First, let's talk about what it's like to be a military family. What do you like about being a military family that since daddy is a service member, a soldier? What do you like? How about you, Jack? Well, I like being a military kid, not only just because we get military discounts sometimes, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What kind of discounts do you know about? I know about 10%. That's it. Of where? Where do you think we get military discounts at? Food. Food? Mostly. Okay. So you like Pretty you like getting military discounts. What else? But I also don't like moving because we move often. Mm-hmm. We've moved a lot in the last couple of years, haven't we? Yeah. I like moving because you get to meet new friends and go away from the bad friends. Yeah, the sort of bad ones. So we've had a little bit of trouble sometimes with friends, haven't we? Mm-hmm. So, Jackson, why don't you tell everybody, what have you learned on how to make friends? Like when you walk into a brand new classroom, a new school, um, what? well, first of all, what does it feel like to you to walk into a brand new school when we've just moved? Well, when I walk into a new school, it just makes me feel like I want to explore the school, find out where everything is. So I know what where to go, and I won't have to have a, gu- a friend guide me and inter- interrupt their learning. And first off, in a classroom, when in, in your new classroom, the best way to make friends is to make friends at your table. Oh, that's a good idea. So what do you do when you sit down at that table and you see these new kids sitting, sitting at your table? What do you think and what do you say? Well, the first thing everybody would should say is probably hi. <laughs> that's a good idea. That's an, it's an obvious one. It's a little word that can do a lot. So and next, true. you should probably introduce yourself. So what do you say? I say, what's up? My name is Jackson. What's your name? Usually the teacher hands out name tags. So, but I don't try, I try not to read them so the person could tell me. Oh, I never thought about that. So you ignore their name tags so that you can ask what their name is and then Mm -hmm. they can say their name? Yeah. I try to, like, show them something funny or tell them something funny. Because did you know that being funny makes friends come? come? Because when you be funny, it makes them laugh and and they think that you're a good friend. That is a really, really good tip. I had no idea that you do that. So maybe we should ask Aiden. Aiden, when you walk into a brand new school, what what do you think about and what do you do? Because it's kind of tough because you're going into middle. You're in middle school now. Alrighty. So we've already got Jackson, who's got an elementary school perspective. Uh, would it be alright if I gave a middle school perspective? Yeah, absolutely. But first, I want you to talk about what does it feel like for you to walk into a brand new school. 
I would think that's really hard, but maybe it's not to you, so. Well, I gotta be honest this time. Sometimes I'm actually a little scared mm-hmm. because not only do I not know my way around because schools are huge, mm-hmm. um, but then there's certain people that I don't know. So you, when you walk into a school, you're not really sure, you feel kind of nervous because you're not really sure if it's going to be somebody that's going to turn into a friend or not. Yeah. Okay. And so you feel a little bit nervous, a little bit scared. What do you do to meet friends? Uh, usually, since at lunch we're normally allowed to just sit scattered wherever we want, uh, normally I just try to find, like, certain groups of boys that normally hang out together, and then, like, each day I'll transition from one to the other or something. So what is... To try to get acquainted with all of them. So you're sitting at a different table each day to kind of get to know different kids. Um, which is an interesting strategy. I remember uh, you and I talking about that for um, so that you wouldn't kind of get stuck in one circle, that you were going to try to sit with different kids all get the time. Get a bunch of friends. So what it, has that worked for you? Like, what has that been like for you to kind of switch things up and not get in the same circle every time? Well, you know, I think it's actually been better than last year. Um, yeah, it has been a lot better than last year because I've gotten to know a lot more people that I didn't know last year that are still here. And I've gotten a lot more friends this way. So it's working. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Awesome. And so anything about middle school that you want to share on what it's what it's like to be a military kid in middle school? Because most of the parents out there remember middle school as being a really tough time. But um, what is it like as a military kid to be in middle school? It's tough because you know when you're in middle school, you've You've got a sense of what's going to happen, but sometimes that doesn't go according to plan. Like, you could check the schedule one day and find out it's a totally new schedule the next. So so things kind of shake up at middle school, and there's always room for constant change in middle school, too? Mm-hmm. Because our life is kind of a life that has lots of changes that happen all the time, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it definitely does. Um, can I say uh, another word about choices about friends in middle school sure if you like start to hang out with a certain group sometimes some of that stuff some of their personality is gonna rub off on you what does that mean so basically last year i used to hang out at this table and only one table that was just a group of boys that would just cuss mm-hmm and I'm, I'm not talking like dang heck. Mm-hmm. I'm talking the big words. Mm-hmm. So I was able to contain myself by not cussing. Like even when I, I'm going to admit it, I was laughing at them cussing. I thought it was funny. But it's actually very, it's not. Because that thing can rub off on you and it can ruin your life. I mean, so seriously. Is there attitude? There was a lot of attitude at that table. So what, how did you handle that? Because I think you're talking about last year and you had this one group of kids that you were sitting yeah. with. And um, I remember you coming back home and talking about how you were, um, you really didn't know where else to sit and you weren't feeling comfortable sitting with this group of boys that were being kind of crude. And so how did you handle that? Because we didn't get involved. So how did you handle uh, making that decision on what to do next? Well, Summer. Summer. <laughs> it gave me a break from everybody. Um, thankfully, they live far away. That's good. 
Um, but it also gave me a chance to refresh and plan for this year. Uh, we, we were talking about me going towards SEA president, Student Council Association president, and I remember you guys saying I should get involved in more circles more often. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I need to ditch this group of boys. What do you do when you walk down the hallway and you see some of the kids from this group? Well, there's this one guy that he used to cuss a lot last year, but um, he's actually gotten a little better. I haven't heard him cuss as often. So you're not cutting them off or anything. You're still around them and you're still kind of friendly with them. And I'm friendly with them, but I don't sit with them every day. Also, I've gotten to know a lot more friends like this, and it's been a really fun time knowing them. And, um, in fact, some of them, sometimes when I come back, they'll, like, actually high-five me because they know I'm, I don't really belong anywhere. I'm, I just belong, I belong everywhere. So that's such a good, t- that's such a good point because there's a lot of kids that are going into middle school and they're military kids and they've moved a lot too and they feel nervous going into school. And there's honestly a lot of kids that aren't even middle military kids that might be going to a new school. And so um, you know what this is like in hindsight, looking back, knowing what you know now, what would you say to that kid that feels nervous? Um, I would say if you're trying to make friends then go for not just one friend, not just two friends, but try to connect with pretty much every person in there. If you don't feel comfortable with a certain group, just drop out and go to another group that you like and just, I would say, kind of mix it up. I'd say mix it up. Get, know a lot of friends so if you know a lot of friends if like one isn't there that day there's always another one there for you and he can that person can help you out I think that's a great great bit of advice so Jackson I would love to ask you a question because you love playing with friends like it is your life it is something that you just really enjoy a lot and so what have you learned about friends about how, um, you know, everybody's not perfect and sometimes we don't get along and then we get along again. And so you've, you've learned a lot of big lessons on friendship, especially as a military kid and a lot of the moving that we've done. What have you learned about friends and, um, and how to m- become friends again, even if you have a difficult moment with each other and think you don't like each other, but how, what have you learned about how to become friends again if you get into an argument? I'd say give it a few days and then come out outside. So here's, here's a big question. There's a, um, we've moved a lot in the last couple years. Like we were in one place for a year and a half. Then we were in a place for like five or six months. And then we moved again. And we've been here for like eight or nine months. And so it's been kind of crazy for Team Weathers lately. We've moved a lot. And so... Um, you guys know when we come back, we say, oh, the army's getting ready to move us again. And how do you guys feel when we, do you remember some of those times that we've said, you know, we're mm-hmm. looking at having to move again? How did you feel when you heard that news? How about Jackson first? Well, try to stay connected. So I had this girlfriend once. I tried to stay connected, but it didn't work. How how come it didn't work? Well, number one, I, I tried... I thought I wouldn't miss her, but then I started missing her really badly, and it was too late to stay connected after because we haven't moved then. 
So you're saying um, when we first talked about trying to move, you're saying as soon as you find out that you're going to move, it'd be really important to get their information and see if you can stay connected. Yes. So you did have another friend that you've been able to stay connected with. What's that been like? When I was, when we were at Fort Gordon and we, I've stayed in touch, I've called him a few times and it's been really good with him. So Aiden, how have you felt when we've brought up the topic of it might be time for us to move again? How does that feel to you? Sometimes it feels good. Sometimes it feels bad. Sometimes it kind of feels eh. Okay, you're going to have to explain that. Alrighty, so I'm going to start with the bad. Alrighty, so sometimes it feels bad to move because you're sad, you have a lot of friends, you feel like you belong there, but you've got to go away, but you don't want to go away, and it feel, and you feel bad. So that's one of the bad parts about moving is that you can't really stay with them forever. Uh, but like Jack said, staying connected, that's one of the key things in there. Staying connected is a good idea when you're trying to keep friends. So what about, you said sometimes it feels good. Um, sometimes it feels good because you're uncomfortable in the place. Uh, sometimes you're uncomfortable with the people living there. Sometimes. Do you ever feel like sometimes moving gives you a chance to try somewhere new or find a new teacher? Or is there anything exciting about moving? Yeah, there is a lot of exciting stuff, such as going to new places, meeting new people. Um, making new friends, having new schools, you could end up having either a better or worse teacher than you had where you were before, but there's a lot of things that you can get to know there that can make it even better than your last neighborhood. So you've seen it get better, and sometimes you've seen it where it's not as good, but you've seen it go both ways. Yes, I definitely have. So, um, Jackson, you you surely remember some of the moving, um, that we've done recently, what are some things that we have done when it's been time to move and the movers come and pack up stuff and put our stuff in boxes? What are some things that, can you remember anything that we've done that's been helpful that you liked when we moved that made it a little bit easier for you? Well, since sometimes when the house is empty to explore and see how good a vacant house is. What do you do when there's a vacant house? What's fun? I like to run around. Yeah. What What about when we have all our stuff in boxes? Is there anything that we can do that would make it a little bit easier and make it feel a little bit, um, maybe not quite so hard when we have to move locations? Well, I should. Well, one thing I would say is play with your friends a very, mu- very much when you're about to move, because you're probably, you may not see them again in your life. So I'd say play with your friends. So maybe when the boxes are there and the movers are there, then spending lots of time with your friends while they're moving and packing things up? Yes. Yeah? That made it a little bit easier? What about this one? I've always wondered if this made a difference for you guys. There was one time we let you have markers and you colored all over the boxes that belonged in your room. And we thought that if you saw that same box on the truck at your new place, you would know for sure that that was a box that belonged in your room and it would be great to see your stuff again. Do you remember that? No, I don't remember yeah. that, but I do think it's a good idea. What I is, do. It makes your it makes you feel happy because you see what you've drawn and it, it's a good time spender. 
And you're right, it is good to see your stuff again because you could end up missing one toy so much you're going to want to buy a replacement and then the next day you um you see that box and you're like, finally, it's back. So I wanted to ask you, what is it like to get your stuff back again but be in a different room? It's weird, you got to be honest. Okay, what's weird about it? Um, It's like you've got everything normal but it's still not normal because you feel like everything's there. It's just missing something. Oh, my old room. Oh, so even when we set it up and it's a different room, sometimes you, you feel like... Sometimes I wake up in the middle of the night and I can't remember which room I'm in. Have you guys ever done that? No. That's been a weird thing me for too. me. Sometimes I wake up and I'm like, which state am I in right now? Because I can't remember for a second. Oh. So is that kind of similar to what you're saying where... You feel like it's your room, and it is your new room, and it's got all your stuff in it, but yet you've seen it in so many different ways and different places that we've lived in. It's still your room, but not your room. Is that what you mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, Jack, what about you? Um, one thing I want to say is me and my brother sleep together sometimes. So sometimes, I don't know how this happens. I'm not sure if it's my stuffed Pokemon, but I always get carried all the way to my room by something. Mm, so something gets you to your bed and snuggles in your bed? Probably my Pokemon because they want to snuggle with me. Maybe so. Maybe so. Um, let's see. What else are we going to talk about? Um, do you guys happen to remember Daddy deploying at all? Aiden, do you remember? Oh, He's deployed I do. twice. I do. What do you remember about Daddy being deployed? I remember that... There were a lot of methods we used to keep in touch and feel like he wasn't gone. So what kind of methods do you remember us using? One of the first things I remember is that we did a thing like called a daddy doll. Oh yeah, you remember the daddy doll? Oh yeah, I've still got my pic- the picture that went up in there up in the room. Basically, it's like an it's like a little little doll stuffed animal that you take a picture of your deployed one Mm -hmm. and you put it in the little slot and it's like they're right there for you so do you remember that was that helpful to you that was helpful to me also we um right before daddy left we um we went to like build a bear and we got new little voice recorders and we would have him record a little message Mm -hmm. um that would make it feel like he was right there what did you like about that? Well, he, not only hearing his voice, not just hearing his voice, but actually feeling like he's right there in front of you. Yeah, just hearing his voice made a big difference. We also talked to him a lot via phone slash computer webcam mm-hmm. and stuff. I have, a, I have a question for you, Aiden, in particular, because um, a lot of the memories that you have of the deployment, I wonder sometimes if they're more so memories that of videos that we've shown you after. Like, how much of it is do you actually remember it, and how much of it is just pictures and videos? That Most we've shown of it you? is just pictures and videos, but there's like, there's these certain things, such as the daddy doll and the mm-hmm. recordings. So they, you just you remember those? A yeah, lot. I've got my my <clears throat> picture of dad up in my room, so mm-hmm. I always remember the daddy doll. Yeah. And so, Jackson, what about you? Do you remember anything about the deployment? He deployed when we were at Fort Stewart and also in Colorado. Do you remember anything? No. (laughs) Nothing? I don't remember anything. It was a long time ago, and I was like three or two or zero. (laughs) 
you or negative were, one. You were you were about three. And then um, you would have been like five, I guess, because we were at um, Fort Stewart and you were in kindergarten. So you would have been about five when he was gone for um, several months. So, um, so you don't really remember much of the deployment then. I do not. <laughs> I feel like that memory just like, <clears throat> it was alive and then it died. <laughs> okay, so what about Caesar? Anything else that you can think of that's... Um, that you think other military kids would would want to talk about or wish that we as parents knew about what it's like to be a military kid? Well, sometimes being a military kid, it's tough because it's not very different when you mention it to kids. And it just feels like you're a normal kid. I've never been a normal kid. What does that mean, you haven't been a normal I've kid? I've never been a non-military kid. Or something not special kid. So are you, I'm trying to understand what you're saying. Are you saying that you feel different and they, they, but they don't see you as different? Yes. So what is that like for you to feel different from them? Well, it feels the same. Like an example. So yes. you're saying that you feel like you're treated the same at recess as any other kid, but inside you feel different as a military kid. Yes. So I have one last question. If you had another military kid that was sitting in front of you right now who was having a difficult time, maybe they were having a hard time making friends, maybe they were really upset that they had to move again, Uh, if they were sitting in front of you right now and it was somebody that was your age, what would you say to them? Aiden, what would you say to another 12-year-old military kid who's really having a tough time? I'd say to sum it all up, I'd say be yourself. Be the kid that you want to be the kid that you are. Don't put on an act and try to make friends because you and then you've got to keep up the act and it's basically just adding lie after lie because eventually they'll find out if you keep it away from them. But if you just if you admit it out there loud and clear, first thing, they'll actually know about it and you'll probably actually make a better friend that way you will end up keeping secrets from each other. Oh, that's a great idea. How about you, Jackson? If there was another nine-year-old military kid that was really having a tough time, what would you say to encourage them? I would try to encourage them, like, talk to, to them, like, what's what's the problem? And when, when they say what the problem is, I'd say, come on, let's go play some basketball or soccer or something. So you would spend time with them and... Um, sounds like to me you you try to understand them and that you would be their friend. It sounds like yeah, spend time with them because those they, you've needed that sometimes, haven't you? Yes, yeah. definitely. Was it nice for you when you had another friend that was um, caring and and hung out with you when you were trying to make friends? It was very nice. Well, because when I just make a friend. I feel like I just took a huge step forward because when I make a friend, it just feels good, like, and it just feels, whoa, I just made a friend. Woohoo! <laughs> Definitely, for sure. Well, boys, you have been awesome, and I appreciate how honest you've been. 
I appreciate um, brave you guys have been. It's been really awesome for me and your dad to watch you guys do such brave things and go out there and try to make friends and be yourself. And and you've also dealt with some very tough situations and handled those really well. And I'm just really proud of who you guys are and how hard you work. And I just want to thank you for being on the podcast with me and telling a little bit about your story and spending time with everybody and encouraging other families out there. And, and we're not perfect. You know, our family, we struggle to figure it out a little bit along the way. And sometimes we're going to make mistakes and um, hopefully we apologize for those mistakes and try to make up for it and do something different and learn as we go along. And I just appreciate you guys being on this journey with us because I think you're awesome. And I love the fact that we as a family are kind of like best friends. You know, I mean, we're your parents, but we're also friends. And when we move, hopefully we um, lean on the fact that we're all good friends together and we get through it together. Would you guys say so? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Agreed. Yeah. So thank you so much for joining me today. And um, hopefully it'll encourage a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I feel like when I just encourage someone, I feel like if it sort of feels like making a friend. It does It does kind of feel like making a friend when you encourage somebody, doesn't it? Yeah. All right. So Aiden wants us to say goodbye all at the same time. We'll say goodbye on the count of three. Ready? One, two, three. Bye. Bye. Hi, this is Janine again from Military Kids Life Magazine, the only print magazine for military kids, written by military kids. I'm thrilled that Corey has done this podcast on military kids and their stories. It is so important that we let kids share their own stories rather than us telling them for them. As a mom to three kids and the spouse of an active duty Army service member, I know it is hard to take the time to slow down and focus on the stories our children want to tell. But... Just like the story of our veterans and our military spouses, the story of the military child has to get out into the world, as well as into our hearts. Until we know what our kids are thinking, how can we help to give them the encouragement that they may need as a military child? I encourage you to take a few minutes, in a quiet moment, to tell your child their stories are important and that you want to hear them. It may not be today, tomorrow, or even next week that they share what their story is. But by knowing you think what they have to say is important, they will be encouraged to open up about their experiences as a military kid.